Good morning. It's a beautiful sunny in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTTT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Marilyn Russell. She's a volunteer from Visit Tucson, and she's a relative newcomer to our community. We're going to hear her story of getting from Philadelphia to Tucson and why she, after only a little over a year, is showing tourists all around. We're also going to hear about some of her favorite spots since moving here. Today is July 31st, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to U-Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming at downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. Of course, on our show, we have an email address. It's contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same URL will take you to all of our past episodes. You can find us on social media through Facebook and Instagram. And honestly, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can hear the Life Along the Streetcar podcast as well. Well, one of the things we like to do on this show is inform about hidden gems. And today I'm asking a favor because I got a question about the return of the mermaids. As we wrap up July and we head into August, we're all used to seeing that mermaid festival that uh, takes place on 4th Avenue in downtown, celebrating our fabulously uh, wet monsoon season. And I did a little research and could not find out, didn't do a lot of research, but if anybody has any updates on that, please let us know, uh, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. I'd like to get more of those details out there, but I know, uh, 2019 might've been the last time they, they paraded. So hopefully we'll see them back here in 2022. And maybe I should have asked our guest when I, when I had her on the, on the phone the other day, because our, uh, our feature is from a woman named Marilyn Russell. She happened to be on a tour I was doing with the Tucson Trolley Tours, and she is a volunteer with Visit Tucson. We got to talking, and it turns out she's only been in town for like 18 months. And so I'm thinking to myself, it took me 25 years to launch this show and explore Tucson. After 18 months, she is already uh, a docent and giving instructions to newcomers into Arizona. So I thought it'd be a really good story to, to chat with her, kind of hear her backstory, which is a lot of fun, and figure out how she got from Philadelphia to uh, showing tourists here around Tucson. Marilyn Russell, uh, at Visit Tucson, I volunteer on Fridays, and I get to tell people all the fabulous places they need to see while they're visiting Tucson. And then on the weekends, either Saturday or Sunday, I'm your gift store person, making sure you know people know we've got some great stickers and postcards and T-shirts and uh you know making sure they get a little something of tucson to take home with them at the gift from the gift shop so it's it's great little gig where is the is the gift shop in the pima county courthouse corporate offices are upstairs and the little museum and gift shop is right on the first floor in that beautiful pima county courthouse building got it so so it is part of the the so the the, uh, the heritage center is the visit Tucson, the gift shop is in there. It's not a separate one. No, yeah, we're all okay. one big happy family. We met on a tour that I was doing uh, for the volunteers at Visit Tucson, you know, because it's that Tucson trolley tours, which I've talked a little bit about on the show. We're relaunching them in September, and we like people to know about them, so we get the Visit Tucson group out 
to explore. And I would imagine someone like yourself that's sharing all this knowledge about Tucson has lived here your entire life and just out there sharing everything you've learned. Mm. <laughs> Not quite. I'm a real newbie. I've been here a little over a year and a half. I was uh, working remotely for a year. I actually did radio for a long time. So thanks for having me on your radio show. Oh, of course. I really miss yeah, I really miss radio. But I'm sort of falling in love with tourism. Uh, and I think it's because I wound up in Tucson for no apparent reason other than I sort of Googled where does the sun shine all of the time and Tucson popped up. And I've always been a big fan of Arizona, the whole entire state. I love the North as well. Um, been to the Grand Canyon a bunch. So Tucson, who knew? The sun shines <laughs> 350 days out of the year. And I literally, Tom, I was one of those crazy people that during the pandemic sort of just like said, I got to get out of here. I mean, you know, we went, I went personally, I'm sure a lot of people did. A lot of your listeners probably were out doing all the things all the time, going to shows, going to charity events, you know, just being seen in and around town and having a great time. Of course, I was in radio, so I was out representing my radio station everywhere. And I went from all of that to nothing. I mean, everything shut down. We're just now coming out of this pandemic. And even still, there's a variant trying to chase us down and get us sick. But you feel around Tucson, the life coming back into the city. Um, and we love it because we see tourists coming in. Spring was fabulous. Summer is a little slow. Obviously, it gets pretty hot in Tucson. This is my second summer, and I'm finding it much more tolerable. The first summer, I was like, oh, Lord, what have I done? <laughs> I should have There's not enough sunscreen for this Irish-complected girl, you know? Should, should have Googled most days with sun, uh, but temperatures under 100. You know, like, give me give me the combination of factors. But it, And I knew, I mean, you know, kind of uh, for full disclosure, we talked about this before. Part of the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because I knew you had been recently uh, relocated here. And you came from East Coast, right? Was it Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and you literally just you just googled and said i'm going to move to tucson you didn't, there's no nothing here pulling you other than this sense of adventure i didn't know anyone yeah i felt yeah it was just that sense of adventure i just knew i don't know something was calling me here but i literally took my apartment sight unseen it turns out i'm in university west and it's pretty cute everyone's very young because they're all students but there's another energy there that's kind of tangible um but i have a great little pool and so you know the heat's not so bad when you can dip your toes in <laughs> to any water anywhere um, and I've since learned, since I've been here, that there are places not too far, really, like up in Mount Lemon or up in Sabino Canyon, where you can actually go put your put your feet in the mountain water, which is really spectacular and on pretty, a sunny and day. Pretty, and pretty chilly, too. It's chilly, but it's perfect. Yep. It's so beautiful in Sabino Canyon. So, you know, I went from, like, jumping into my at home, you know, walk-in closet recording breaks for my radio station to coming here to looking out the window and having those views of mountains east and west and really north and south if 
know, I can't see south too much, but north I can definitely see from where I am, from the city. Um, and it's just breathtaking. And it's like, well, if I have to slow down, not really slowing down, but if I have to be indoors a little bit more, this is not a bad place to be. Yeah. And it really did allow me tom the freedom to be outdoors so much more i don't know if you've ever been on the east coast in the summertime but it's hot but it also comes with like 90 percent humidity mm -hmm. like you walk you sweat you walk you sweat <laughs> yeah you, 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 you can find shade but it doesn't matter because that humidity will find you no matter wh wh where it's, you are yeah it's pretty brutal but nine months out of the year here it is perfection it, but don't tell anyone because i don't want too many more people to come well that's that's the problem though you're with visit tucson so how long had you been in tucson when you connected with visit tucson and and, and why because again it, it does surprise me that someone brand new to our city would then become an ambassador although i guess it makes sense as you're out exploring yeah, I think I just needed a place for this love affair to, to be heard. I think people really sense the genuine passion in my in my voice and my presentation. Like when I tell people where to go, they know that I've been there. My feet have touched on that ground and I'm and I know what I'm talking about because I've I came here sight unseen and so of course visit tucson make perfect sense to me because i thought well number one maybe i can make a few friends number two i'm going to learn everything i need to learn about tucson there's a thing that i found with tucson and maybe you find this too tom or maybe people mention this to you you have to it things aren't always what they seem here you take a few steps and you're like mm, i don't know about this just keep going there is something magical that's going to happen in those next six steps i guarantee it like even to the point where you're walking down fourth avenue which philly philly would consider fourth avenue here like our south street and things don't look very welcoming they even sometimes look a little dirty but once you walk through the doors, you're like, oh, it's like Xanadu. You know? <laughs> like, this is spectacular. But if you forget, like, we are an old dust town, so everything is dusty. And sometimes it looks a little dirty. But don't worry, because on the inside, everybody's making sure everything is perfectly clean and sanitized. And so dining out here has just been a joy. And even on those super hot days, You've got misters just about everywhere, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's fun too. Yeah, I think some of the the charm of, of, of finding a place that initially you might not want to go to is, is you know when you, when you walk in and you have that delicious meal, that great cocktail, or you great conversation. It's sort of a, like that quest you you overcame that fear, and sometimes it's just simply like intentionally. Maybe we don't want it to be too attractive we, we want to keep it keep it somewhat controlled and if you make it through the doors you deserve to be here uh, i feel that like that's a tucson thing tucson keeps it very real and i love that I and mean, that's kind of a philly thing too there's not a lot of pretense what you see is what you get and what you get is always good what you get is always good i have to uh, agree with that i've been very happy with what i've gotten here in our urban core we're going to take a short break and be back with our interview with uh, Marilyn Russell in just a few moments. 
But I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Let's get back to our interview with Marilyn Russell. She's a volunteer with Visit Tucson, and she's only been in town for a little over a year. We're kind of hearing about her passion for all the cool things there are to do. And as we get into this next episode, I wanted to talk a little about history, because she's coming from Philadelphia, and that East Coast is filled with all kinds of uh, historical moments and significance. So I want to get her take on what she thought about our history here in the desert. Being from from Ohio originally, but spending a lot of my life here in Arizona, I look at the East Coast and I look at like Boston and Philadelphia and Washington and I think of all the history that's there. But when I came to Arizona, I didn't understand how important our history was. And I think that's been, you know, really the impetus for this show was, was sort of this history and culture that a lot of people know, but, but so many of us, it's just like a hidden gem that we have to dig a little bit to find more information on. Yeah, that's what definitely appealed to me, too, is we forget that there were first peoples. There were certainly people before we colonized. And while I love the history of the 13 colonies, and I'm very proud to be from Philadelphia and that Liberty Bell speaks volumes, having that Native American culture here and learning from the Native American people has just been so refreshing. I had an incident here and I had to have a surgery. Shout out to Banner, did a great job. But a Native American person smudged me in my healing process. And I've since gone on, I went on air um, with our local Fox uh, affiliate in Philadelphia and told that story about (laughs) smudging. I I represented for the American Heart Association Um, and they were just teasing me. And I'm like, you guys don't understand, like this has so much meaning in the Native American culture. And I felt a sense of empowerment after the smudge. So it's, things have just really, I don't know. There, there's a reason why I'm here, Tom, and I'm still searching for it. But in the interim, I'm eating my way through Tucson. I've gained 25 pounds since I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> the city of gastronomy, yeah. But, uh, well, that was a friend of mine works for UNESCO, and she in Philadelphia, she works for Global Philly. She said, oh, you're going to do some eating. It's <laughs> UNESCO awarded, you know, city of gastronomy. And boy, well, she was not kidding. And the second place I went to, let me shout out Barrio Bread, because that was the second place literally yep. that I went to when I moved here. And I pulled up and, you know, you know how the line at yep. the bakery, I pulled up. And they were just getting ready to close. And I said, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. I came all the way from Philadelphia for this bread. <laughs> and they're like, who is this crazy lady? But sure enough, they were out of bread. But um, the nice man, it wasn't. Um, Don. It, 
it wasn't Don. Mm -hmm. I guess it was one of his other bakers. He said, listen, I've got two loaves from yesterday. Don't judge because they're yesterday's, but I want you to have them. It was Matt, the best bread I've ever eaten. And I've since talked to Don on Instagram and been over to Barrio Chara and met him a couple of times. He's wonderful. But I thought, what a nice gesture. You know, he didn't have to do that for me. But he saw I was really passionate. And, you know, now I'm a lifelong customer because of that sweet generosity. We talked about it recently on the show, and I don't think it's any news to, to people that, that are listening, uh, to, to at least to, to this this format. Uh, you know, he was recently awarded the, the James Beard Award as the best baker in the country, which that type of honor from from to have that. And we've had a few James Beard Award, award winners. We've had finalists. But, but that that is just such a prestigious thing to bring back to Tucson and doing it using our local ingredients, using things that are are native to the area just makes it all, all the more special. Right. The Mexican and Native American blend of, you know, grains and spices and flavors. It's just magical. That whole Sonoran desert. I mean, I've just tasted things. I've just never tasted anything quite like. And um, I'm very addicted to several of those things. The guacamole is the best I've ever had. That's for sure. Well, we, we um, on this show, we've, we, we had the pleasure uh, before uh, he retired of having Chuck Huckleberry on and talking about the uh, Pima County Courthouse and the, the, the revitalization of that as a tourist center. And, and he kind of walked us through the different components of it. But we really did more of an overview. Um, I'd love if you've got a few minutes to, to share kind of the, the Southern Arizona Heritage Center and, and, and kind of the feel of, of that space and, and what you experience when you walk through there. I think that's a, a piece that a lot of people don't understand the interactivity and, and really all the history that's packed into that space. Well, there are certainly better spokespeople than me, um, many of whom are in charge at Visit Tucson. So I, I, I don't know that I'm, you know, we got to get you that next guest, but it is very magical in that when you walk in, um, first off, the people at the front desk and uh, are the people are so nice here, and in particular at the visitor center, everybody is so welcoming. And, and they've got a nice, a huge cache of volunteers that love being a part of what's happening there. But there is some Native American uh, artifacts and history that's certainly well learned. We have a massive Navajo basket um, is one of the first things that you see when you walk in. But also there's a piece of the Presidio wall um, and lots of um, artifacts from the desert here. So there's a lot to see and do. There's a giant interactive map that people really love mm -hmm. to play with. And you can push the buttons and see where the highways are, where the mountains are, where the borders are. That's always fun. And the kids love it because there's a whole section of all the animals and representation of the desert. And they all make noise, of course, you know, the wolf howls and the owl hoot, but a lot of history. And certainly resources. We've got maps. We've got every brochure for every agency in the city of Tucson. The thing is, is like you're really never at a loss for things to do here. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, people come in, they're like, well, what do we do? Well, here we go. I mean, we can even tell you on a really hot day how to go indoors and how to have fun for free and great family fun, too. So I think it really is a, a you know, that being in that new section, you know, before Visit Tucson was over at the University uh, of Arizona on campus, but being the center now in the city and having the Alfie Norville Museum right just on the other side, it feels like the center of the city now. The historic courthouse and all of the components there are sort of the, that not only the center of the city, but it's, it's really kind of that starting point because you're so close to everything. It's like this should be a first stop, pick up your materials and then and then and then and then go. What are the hours of um, the visitor center that's that's open there? Do you know? Seven days a week oh. from 10 a.m. Yeah, seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah, I thought it was just during the week. I didn't realize it was open on Saturdays and Sundays. That's something I... No, yeah, I, would... I, I'm, I only work weekends. I'm there either Saturday or Sunday. Interesting. Yeah, the things I learned hanging out with you. <laughs> For me, it's there's a little bit of a danger zone because we're so close to the Old Town Artisans, mm-hmm. and that's without question my favorite place to shop in in Tucson and you know those are right out back and of course you know even if I I wasn't in Tucson but that Gabby Gifford story resonated nationally and so to be here now with and watch that recovery and be in the building that houses the memorial it Every time I walk through that memorial going into work, I just take a moment to appreciate life. Just having everything right there, it, it, it really is your first stop when you come to Tucson. And then from there, trust me, the adventure begins. I can't tell you that I'd been in Tucson for 25 years before I um, actually got involved. And, and for you to do this after just a few months, it's just remarkable. And, and just, <laughs> I, I, I think it's just a great story. We, we take things for granted when you live here. So I, I appreciate that, that you have, uh, have taken your time uh, to be a part of the fabric here. Well, Marilyn, th- I, thank you for your time. This was, this was just fantastic. I will Aww. keep you apprised of things happening. I will look to hear when you are back on the radio here in Tucson, maybe joining downtown radio <laughs> if uh, you want to explore that option. But uh, we're just so excited to have you in Tucson and, and, and you're such a great ambassador and, and, and just for, for 18 months or so, it's just been great to have you here. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I mean, now that I've done everything and seen so much, I certainly hope to put it to good use, either, you know, more hours at Visit Tucson or doing something, you know, where I can show people around. I mean, it's funny when people come in and they're like, well, where's this? Let's go here, blah, blah, blah. I, I almost say, let me get my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with you. I'll take That was Marilyn Russell. She's a volunteer and uh, she works with Visit Tucson, showing people about all the cool things to do here in Tucson. She is herself relatively new, been in town from Philadelphia for about 18 months, comes to us with a wide, uh, large background in radio with a DJ with a very popular show back in Philadelphia, trying to entice her to maybe take on a show here at Downtown Radio. That'd be fabulous, wouldn't it? 
I wanted to thank her for her time being a, a volunteer and all sharing what she loves about Tucson and, you know, the authenticness of, of, of being able to tell people, you know what, I just did that and I loved it. Well, my name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio at 99.1 FM. We're available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Definitely head over to downtownradio.org, not just to get uh, some cool items, maybe make a donation, but also to check out our fabulous DJs and programming. I talk a lot about Sundays because, you know, that's that's my day, uh, but we've got stuff happening all week. One of my... Uh, one of my new favorite shows when it comes to uh, the week is the Roadside Rest Stop. This is a Jim and Dave's Roadside Rest Stop. It's on Mondays at 5. It's a nice rock mix, and it's fun to uh, I go out and I walk in my dog and listen to music from Jim and Dave. Glad they're on our station. But Monday through Saturday, we're a rock and roll radio station. Sunday uh, Sundays, we have more uh, eclectic music styles and our talk shows like today. Well, I want to thank Marilyn Russell for uh, talking to us about her trip from Philadelphia to Tucson and how and why she got involved with Visit Tucson. Maybe you'll see her if you're checking it out at the uh, center down there, the uh, Heritage Center at the Pima County Courthouse. Well, in honor of Marilyn's hometown, we're going to leave you with a little music today by Tito Puente. It was just recently here at the Rialto Theater. And from a live version of 1996 album, we're going to play you out here with a song called Philadelphia Mambo. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. <laughs>